0: Boncharge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Boncharge products adopt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list is truly endless. So from blue light glasses to red light therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Boncharge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. What's really cool is that Bond Charge ships worldwide and in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket with no hidden costs. They have really easy returns and exchanges. They even have a 30-day trial, and they have a 12-month warranty. Go to bondcharge.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off your first order. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com manifest. Just go to Indeed.com manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone. Today, I got a good episode for you guys. Um, I'm doing an episode all about postgrad, which I've never done an episode on postgrad. And I think a lot of people wouldn't pick me as someone to do this episode. And I'll be honest, I also wouldn't really pick myself to do this episode because I definitely don't have a typical postgrad story in any sense. But I have done live postgrad for the last, this is my sixth fall, not going back to school. And um, I'll give a brief background about me in a minute, but I also brought my friend slash one of my employees here at Stride Sea Isle on this podcast today. Her name's Caroline, and she has been so beyond insightful in today's episode, as she just recently graduated in the spring from college and is starting her life out in the real world, quote unquote. So um, I have two different perspectives on today's episode, which I think will be helpful for two different groups of people. This obviously won't cover all walks of life, but I feel like it covers a rather vast majority. One of those groups of people being people like me that maybe didn't pursue college or they didn't have a traditional college experience. So when we hear things about like post-grad blues, sadness, maybe feeling like there's comparison, feeling a little bit lost in your path, Maybe that doesn't necessarily resonate with you because you've always been someone to um, march to the beat of your own drum, which is definitely the postgrad um, avenue that I've always kind of resonated with versus Caroline's view of it, which um, I think the majority of the view is the traditional uh, four year path of college or master's degree or just, you know, like your first fall not going back to school And that transition of entering the real world for the first time and, you know, like seeing friends still go back, but you're not there or getting a job or not getting a job or moving back in with your parents or moving out for the first time, like all on your own. There are so many topics to cover when it comes to post-grad. And like I said, I am excited to cover these topics because I feel like I've kind of been going through this for the past six falls now, and yeah, I'm excited. So, a quick background about my um, post grad experience before I bring Caroline on um, is that I finished and graduated from high school in 2016. And to make a very long story short, I never really planned on going to go into college because I was doing pretty well with YouTube at the time. Um, I was doing makeup videos, and I was just starting to find my my groove in fitness and. I was just really happy. Um, I moved out to LA my junior year of high school and quickly realized that I did not want to be like an influencer full time. It just wasn't fulfilling for me, and it just wasn't my path. Um, And I'm glad that I figured that out before high school ended. So when I returned back to school my senior year of high school, I decided like I'll do college. Um, (laughs) I'll do college. I will attend college because that's what. I felt like everyone was doing around me and I felt like the right thing to do. And it was also definitely like the path that is shoved down a lot of high schoolers throats, honestly, like it's just college, college, college when there are so many more options out there, like a gap year, a trade school, the military um, community college, like working right away, like cosmetology school. Like there are so many other options that just aren't really talked about enough. And I wish they were just because college really is not for everyone. Anyway, this is a whole different tangent that I don't need to get into right now. Um, But it's not for everyone. I knew it kind of wasn't for me, but I also didn't really know what to do. So I never focused any of my high school career on getting into a college because I never wanted really to go to college. Um, But then entering my senior year, I didn't know what to do. So I was like, I guess I'll go to college, just like what everyone tells me to do. So um, I never really had the best SAT, ACT scores because I didn't really care too much. And my GPA was fine. I was like a B average student. Like it wasn't anything amazing. It wasn't anything horrible. I was just floating by A's and B's. Um, And I didn't get into a lot of the schools that I applied to because I just was like a very ordinary student. I didn't excel. I didn't do any extracurriculars, whatever. So I um, got into the University of Alabama, (laughs) which... Um, It's fitting because like Bama Rush TikTok right now. So I went to the University of Alabama, I rushed, I did the whole nine yards, and I only lasted one semester. And then I transferred home. I purchased my first house, or um, condo, I guess I should say, and I moved out at the age of 18. So this was six months or so after I graduated high school, I tried college did not like it moved home. And I actually attended um, Penn State Berks, which is like a satellite campus of Penn State. I attended Penn State Berks for a week. And I was like, I'm just like, I just know it's college isn't for me. So that is when I officially dropped out of college and decided to pursue YouTube full time with the end goal of opening up a spin studio by the time I was 25. And that goal was accelerated because I ended up opening my first spin studio stride at the age of 20. So that's kind of like my path. Um, And like my story in like four minutes. So yeah, what I'm getting at is by the age of 18, I was already dropped out of like college completely. And I turned 19 in 2017, which is the other year that after I graduated high school. So, um, And I'm now 24. So I haven't been back to school in the fall since um, 2017 was my first summer not returning back. And that was definitely weird for me because all of my friends were in college. I saw, They were all sophomores in college in the fall of 2017. Um, and, you know, they were loving it. Like they were having a great time. They were going to parties. They were in sororities. They were in fraternities. Um, they were getting an education. Some were getting internships. Like they were all having a great time with college. And it's not that I felt like any sort of comparison because I was definitely on my own path. And, I'm really glad that I went to college because, had I not experienced college, I would have, I really believe that I would have always had like the what if I went. You know what I mean? So, I'm really glad that I explored it and I ultimately decided like it wasn't for me. I definitely look back on the time and I think I just went to the wrong school. Like, I think if I went to a different university that's closer to me, like if I went to Westchester University, for example, in Pennsylvania, I think I really would have liked it and I think I would have stuck it out all four years and I think I would have done it for sure Um, but I also just think it just wasn't my right time and I get asked this a lot like would I ever go back to school and if you asked me a year ago it would have been a hard no but my answer has since changed and now my answer is like yes I would definitely go back to school to get a degree not because I want to pursue like a job with a degree necessarily but I'm just so interested in learning more and at the age of 18 I, I was not able to say that but now at like 24 I'm definitely able to say like, I, I want to learn more about business and about marketing and about um, graphic design and stuff like that. So that would have been really cool um, at the time, but I just wasn't interested in it if I'm being honest. So um, I definitely see value in waiting to get an education, especially an education that is expensive and one that, you know, it's an investment into your future. Um, Again, a year ago, my answer would have been no, but now my My mind is definitely changing and that door is definitely cracked for me. Like maybe I will attend online classes one day and get a a bachelor's degree and maybe even a master's and who knows. Um, Anyway, what I'm getting at is that I have not had a traditional experience post-grad, but I have experienced post-grad. Having all my friends be in school, me not. um, I'm working. I'm living on my own. I don't live with my parents. It was definitely a unique experience Um, and it's so funny because I just feel like, you know, when I say like, oh yeah, post-grad, it's like post-grad what? Like you didn't experience it, but I did. Um, it was my own version of it and no two post-grad stories are the same. Um, so yeah, Caroline is going to come on in a minute and we will talk all things post-grad. We have a really great episode today. We talk about so many topics. We also take questions from you guys and you guys asked really, really great questions too that we will both provide insight on. So I'm really excited to get into today's episode. Um, before we do get into today's episode, I just want to say happy Monday, guys. Um, I know today's a lot of people's first day back at school. So happy first day back at school, whether you're in high school, college, um, in your master's, in law school, in anything. Happy first day back. Also for the moms out there that listen, you made it. I know my mom like always loved like the first day back for school because like she got her life back. Um, so all the moms out there, like you guys made it um, which is super fun. But anyway, um, I, on Friday launched the undated version of the manifest planner. So if you guys are someone that likes, um, and it's a digital, I should say it's a digital version. So if you guys are someone that likes undated planners, because there's less pressure involved with it and, um, yeah, pretty much that it's like less pressure. You get to add in your own dates and stuff like that. I have released an undated version on my Etsy shop which is linked in the show notes down below. If you guys have already purchased the only other manifest planner that I released, which is the dated August 2022 to July 2023 Daily Edition, it's exactly the same planner, except um, this one does not have dates in it. But it's the same pages. You're not missing out on anything. And I am just so happy to offer now two versions of the manifest planner. I do intend for the physical launch to be dated, but I also want to provide an undated version. I just think first the dated version is going to launch and then hopefully in like February or March, I can release an undated physical version. So right now it's just digital. That's up on my Etsy shop. The download process is the exact same as before. And yeah, so that is up on my Etsy shop. It's $19.95. Be sure to go follow um, the manifest planner co on Instagram co um and I'm gonna be posting more reels and stuff on there I've just been like blowing up my Instagram lately with like so much planner content and I know not everyone like loves it so I'm trying to like chill on it and like kind of separate the two um so you guys will just have to (laughs) roll with me with that And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for someone specifically for whatever role it is that I'm looking for, like let's say a podcast producer or a video editor... I can put on Indeed exactly what I'm looking for and exactly the qualifications that I'm looking for, like experience, how many years of experience, things like that, and they will send me so many people that meet exactly what I'm looking for, then the hardest part actually becomes narrowing down who it is that I want to interview and who it is I want to hire ultimately. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so that the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com manifest. Just go to Indeed.com manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Boncharge Charge products adopt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation, the list is truly endless. So from blue light glasses to red light therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Boncharge Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly and with maximum impact. By far, my favorite product from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I love sauning, but the problem with the sauna is, one, it's at the gym. Two, I normally like to sauna at night, and I don't like to go to the gym at night. And three, I don't want to drive all the way to the gym just to sauna to walk out. I don't know why. I feel like the front desk people are like, this girl was here for 20 minutes and then she left. Yeah, I was, and I'm self-conscious about it. Okay, sue me. Here's where Bond Charge came in and solved this issue. The solution that I was thinking was, okay, maybe I can buy my own sauna, but they are so expensive. And they're also really big. You can't really bring them anywhere. I'm at the beach half the time. Like it just wouldn't really make sense. So instead I got the Bond Charge infrared sauna blanket. Oh my God. It solved every single problem that I had. And it is the best thing I've ever done. So essentially what you do is you plug it in, you wait for it to heat up, which does not take long at all. Then you get in it your head stays out of the blanket and you can stay in this thing for literally ever. And you get all of the same effects of Asana. So you sweat, Um, You get to like sweat out all of the gunk that's in your body from the day. I find myself really get way less stressed when I'm in the sauna blanket. I like to watch TV in the sauna blanket. Like I get all cozy. I put on the toast or Vanderpump rules or something like that. And it's just really, really nice. It helps me sleep better at night. It's just seriously the best thing ever. It's also really easy to clean. So every time I get in it, I know I have a fresh, clean sauna waiting for me. It's just the best thing ever. What's really cool is that Boncharge ships worldwide and in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket with no hidden costs. They have really easy returns and exchanges. They even have a 30-day trial and they have a 12-month warranty. Go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off your first order. That's bonchargecom manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. Okay. I'm definitely talking a lot and we have a lot of ground to cover in this episode. So I'm really excited to get started. And without further ado, everyone, please welcome Caroline onto the manifest podcast. I just want to say something really quick as I was going through the questions that we're going to talk about today and a bunch of other topics. Someone said that someone was like, why are you doing this episode? You didn't graduate. (laughs) I did graduate. I also gave my synopsis in the intro before you got here. So nice. um, I did graduate, okay? I graduated from something, and that is high school, and I tried my fair share of college. This wasn't really for me. But Caroline, on the other hand, just graduated in the spring from college. Woo, finally old. So this is going to be your first fall not going back. Yeah. What are your plans? Like, what are you going to be doing this fall?
1: So my plans as of right now, I'm just trying to make it to this wedding I have next week. <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm taking prerequisites for nursing school so hopefully so i started applying so hopefully i'll get in the spring of 2023 if not we'll do fall or summer who knows i'll <laughs> take a year off but yeah that's just kind of my plans serving right now hopefully i have to like contact them
0: and you work for me over the summer so true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we're Jersey girls in the summertime. Jersey girls. Jersey girls. So um, I think it's great that you are going back to school. Are you going back to school for nursing? Is that yeah? how that works? I
1: was not a health science major.
0: Really? <laughs> what were you?
1: I was pre law. Whoa. Well, technically, okay. So my major was justice studies. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's the study of justice.
0: is <laughs> all I can really say. And what made you want to switch?
1: Um, honestly, just like everything going on in the world right now, I just wanna be more helpful than like against it, if that makes sense. So it was also just kinda of like I because of my situation. Can I talk about that? Yeah. Oh, okay. If you're comfortable. So, oh my god, I was gonna make a joke, but I'm not gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> um so recently my mom just passed away so one of the things i did was i started taking care of her like i always took care of her but um one of sorry i'm not a very good talker so i think you're doing great thanks girl you're welcome um guys i'm not crying or anything my voice just sounds like this right now
0: <laughs> 24 <This laughs> <just> 7.
1: <laughs> so i've always taken care of her and just this past year just with everything and me just wanting to make a career change, I just realized that I really liked taking care of other people. So I settled on a nurse.
0: And my grandmother always said I'd be a good nurse. So. Yeah, I think you're going to be a great nurse. Yes. So okay. from ha- so, what's your degree in then?
1: My degree is Bachelor of Arts in Just Studies in a minor in Spanish.
0: So then how do you go from that to um, a nursing track?
1: It is a funny thought, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... But I think it proves a great point that it's never too late to change what you want to do, even if you have already graduated.
1: Yeah, not at all. I just think literally after this whole year, I just, well, at first I wanted to become a dietitian.
0: Whoa. I know.
1: And then I was like, no, don't want to do that. Because mm-hmm. that was a bit more school. And I don't know if I was ready for that. So then that just kind of led me to the health career. Mm-hmm. So health field. So then I just landed on nursing because that was something I really liked. And I really wanted to be in women's health.
0: Specifically.
1: Specifically. I love
0: that. Yeah. So you're talking about prerequisites. So does that mean you, there's like a nursing school that you have to attend? How does this all work?
1: So with prerequisites, there's, you can take them like through your community college, any college, um, Westchester is a good one. Um, but I've been using this one website learning
0: Mm -hmm. so it's a bit cheaper than like
1: going to a college or something
0: got it and it's more
1: flexible on your own time
0: i think that's a great message like it's really never too late to change your career paths which we'll get into questions a little bit later because i asked you guys questions on my instagram what you guys wanted to know and so many people were saying along the lines of like i don't use my degree or i'm using my degree but i'm not happy in the field that i'm in and i can't even tell you how many times i've come across people in post-grad that one are not using their degree or two are but they're not happy with their field that they're in so they're constantly changing their career and it really is just like never too late it's
1: not at all and I feel like even when you major in something like and you go to a job it was nothing related Mm -hmm. to your major Mm -hmm. at all Mm -hmm. I'm like I don't know
0: I agree I definitely agree. All right. So let's backtrack before we get a little bit. um, I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves just because I'm excited to talk. (laughs) So this is your first fall not going back. And you have mentioned that you're working like jobs until you can get into the classes that you want for eventually your career in a couple of years. Um, A big question that we got that I definitely want to dive into that I feel like a lot of people experience is do you feel like because right now, like everyone's going back to school, like this week, all the girls are moving out. Like it's really big right now. Are you feeling like any sort of FOMO not going back to school?
1: It's like weird. So like JMU's first day was, what's today, Friday? Mm -hmm. It was Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So like, I think it was like a bit of grief right there as well. Just being like, oh, I wanna first day of class again, Mm -hmm. like last first day. Personally, no, I don't miss school. Um, I think I was just kind of, like, over it, and I just wanted to get home, start a new chapter, even though this next chapter in my life is going a little bit slower. Um, I'm still making progress, though. Just because you're going slow doesn't mean you're not making progress. Um, So I don't know. Like, I just don't think I miss school. I miss my friends, but I don't miss that environment
0: anymore. and we're, and we're going to get into like staying connected with your college friends specifically because it definitely gets harder outside of college and outside of school um you mentioned starting a new chapter how do you have any tips for someone that wants to start a new chapter like even if people are sad or grieving not going back to school it is exciting to start a new chapter and we definitely talk about this a lot on the show um but I know even like yesterday, you were mentioning like you like to meditate, like go for a walk, like stuff like that. Like, do you have any tips for someone that's looking for reinvention in this new postgrad era of their life?
1: Oh, my God. Well, like the only tip I can give is like it's new. Like you can literally do anything right now. Mm-hmm. Like where else is your oyster? Um, like I was literally telling Tori that I want to start Pilates, have a morning routine. I've literally never been a morning girl in my life. And after working for Tori um,
0: <laughs> at Stride, I'm a morning person now. <laughs> I like to clean. <laughs> if there's one thing I'm gonna convert anyone to, it's a morning person.
1: So true. So that's kind of like my reinvention, but literally like, like, yeah, just because you graduated, you may be in a new place, you may be back at home, but like, you weren't like, even if you're back at home, you're not the same person as you were in high school. Like. Mm-hmm. No one's going to think you're the same. So you can literally start however you want. And even if you're a new place, that's even better because no one knows who you are. Right. So you can literally do whatever you want.
0: It's like when you enter college and everyone tells you, like, you can be whoever you want to be in college. High school doesn't matter. And it's the same thing with that, like, post-grad. Like, I even felt that returning back from my one semester of college and then my one week at Penn State. Um, <laughs> I even felt that, too. Like, so when I came back from college Um, I went back to my hometown and I bought a condo in my hometown like I did not like move out and you really can have the opportunity to reinvent yourself no matter where you are reinvention really comes down to a mindset like and I don't want to okay let me back up while it does come down to a mindset I don't want to be ignorant of the fact that some parents have a hard time adjusting to their kids now being adults post-grad and like they might have a hard time like loosening up a little bit with being strict or with allowing their kids to express themselves or date whoever or all those things I don't want to be ignorant to the fact and just like kind of brush over that Um, that's definitely acknowledged and it's hard to work around and we'll kind of talk about that too like growing up and being an adult in your child in your parents house like as an adult I think is like a whole topic in and of itself but the reinvention really is a mindset like what you do in the mornings to start your day i feel like can be a reinvention of who you want to be in your professional life
1: 100 percent. even like setting intentions mm-hmm. like you have to write them down or what else... do you write them down in mm, maybe in the manifest <laughs> <planner>. <laughs> <laughs> guys tori totally forced me to buy that <laughs> literally didn't (laughs) kidding it was on my own terms i love (laughs) it um no literally if you don't write them down too this might be off track but they're just gonna get lost in your thoughts and Mm -hmm. then it's never gonna become a thing yeah
0: yeah writing down is huge and it's like i mean not to plug manifest planner but that's why i put it like all over it because i really do believe in daily affirmations daily intentions weekly intentions monthly intentions yearly intentions morning intentions afternoon like night like there's never too many places to set and write down your intentions it really is a driving force
1: yeah like even if you're on a walk like Mm -hmm. just take out your phone if you think of something and just write it right there
0: totally always um so i love the topic of going back home to live with your parents after postgrad, because I feel like there's pressure of going a couple of ways. One of the ways is to move out somewhere brand new, like for a job that you get. Another is to move anywhere, um, either alone with a roommate or with a significant other. And then the third seems to be like moving back in with your parents. And I think a lot of people feel like it's like negatively perceived if you move back home with your parents, but you're currently living with your dad. Yeah. And are you loving it?
1: I mean, do we have our battles? Of course. <laughs> Who doesn't? But yeah, we just, like after all these years, we just figure out we're on our own schedules and mm-hmm. we just made it work too, so.
0: Do you have any tips for anyone that's moving back in with their parents after post-grad?
1: Your room is your sanctuary, not a prison. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, like for me, my dad... I kind of don't see it as like a parent mm-hmm. like kid situation anymore because it's not like you can
0: tell me what to do. Right. Like, And I agree. Like I think I experienced this with my parents as well. Like when I was honestly once I graduated high school like mm-hmm. your dynamic and relationship with your parents really do change to where it's almost more of like a companionship. Exactly. Than it is a parent child relationship.
1: Yeah. I see him more as like a roommate at Mm -hmm. this point because it's also just me and him Mm -hmm. and sometimes my brother. Mm -hmm. But... um,
0: Your older brother.
1: Yeah, my older brother.
0: And it's important to like mention that our parents are like adults and like (laughs) they have lives and they honestly have more of a social life than I do. Like my parents are always out and about. So I think you should give your parents a chance. Like once you move back home from college and if you are temporarily back in your parents house and it's like not where you want to be like it's fine to acknowledge that that's not where you want to be like end game but there's also a lot of benefits like they're probably not the same people that you were with four years ago so give them the benefit of the doubt they're probably really cool people once you like take the parent aspect away from it yeah and also I think communication is really important like setting boundaries with your parents and being like you know, I don't want a curfew. I'm not 18 anymore. I'm 22, 23 years old. I want to be able to go out and I'll like be responsible. I'll Uber home. Um, when I'm like ready to come home and you know, I'll contribute to the household, whether that means doing like chores, dishes, cooking for your family. Maybe like, I know some people that like pay rent in their parents' house, like for their bedroom, like offer how you can contribute to the household in any way. Like I know one of my best friends, like she really contributes by, she always will cook dinner like every single night for her for her family. And it's just like, it what it's what works for them. So I think if you're gonna move back in with your parents, make the best of it. Give your parents a chance. Like they're probably really cool people, honestly, at the end of the day. And like, you're right, like make your room somewhere that is so sacred to you and so special to you. And try and find hobbies to get you out of your house whether that's like working out or if you have a job and you go into an office like take advantage of those days going into the office go to work happy hours if you work at home maybe see if you can set up like a corner of your room as like a work from home station see if you can rent out an office space have it be like tax write-off what hobby suggestions do you have
1: hobbies yeah i'm trying to think well, I've been really in a meditation lately. That's a good one. Five minutes a day. Only five minutes because I feel like that's all I have sometimes. But I'm trying to get to 10 minutes.
0: Do you do it in the morning, like first thing when you wake up?
1: No, honestly, I just do it when I'm like, I just find peace in the day. Nice. Like, like earlier I wanted to do it, but like my dad just kept yammering earlier. <laughs> so I was like, this isn't peaceful. I'm stressed out. So I'm not going to do it now. Do you use an app? no i just set a timer because i was actually talking to my therapist Mm -hmm. and she was saying try and listen to yourself but i think the hardest thing is to figure out what you need Mm -hmm. because once you're by yourself like you have all these thoughts in the day but you're by yourself and it's peace and quiet and then you're kind of like where are my thoughts Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you can't figure anything out but it's peaceful almost in a way oh But I was going to say about the parent situation, Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say the biggest thing that me and my dad do is, like, we kind of know the boundaries of when to talk to each other. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, we kind of know at the end of the night we'll check in on each other, but, like, throughout the day, like, we won't speak. (laughs) (laughs) It's a text. And then I guess that's just kind of it. And, like, Mm -hmm. we also have, like, different – rooms to ourselves mm-hmm. besides our bedroom like if i'm like i want to go and watch this show do this downstairs he's
0: like okay i'll be up here yeah. and that's it and i saw in your cute little beach house he has like his own little man cave in the back <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute I'm like such a dad thing his own tv that is so cute
1: <laughs> sets up his little laptop
0: yeah yeah no that's a really good tip like just kind of setting like boundaries like who's in what part of the house it really is just almost like a roommate situation once once your parents get older yeah it's definitely dynamic to like get used to and warm up to and it's definitely different than growing up but just remember like four five six even sometimes like years have passed you're not always the same
1: oh i was even gonna say like Mm -hmm. create like what you did in college or whatever you like to do and like let your parents in. Like, mm-hmm. if you like cooking, cook for yourself and cook for them. Yeah, the leftovers.
0: I mean, my dad, uh, tomato mozzarella. Did he like it? Loved it. Oh, and he probably loved that. Like you made it for him. I love so that. So true.
1: And I'm the favorite, so he liked it <laughs> even
0: more. It's always good to be the favorite. So true. So I want to <laughs> pivot a little bit into not having a job lined up after college. I know so many people. Feel the pressure to either graduate with a job, like I know that's a goal for so many people that they want to graduate with a job, and if they don't, like the pressure is on for most people I'd say to feel like they have to find a job right away. What do you think of all this?
1: I don't know like well, no, I do know because I'm literally in the situation I don't have a job, guys, except for Tori know. Right <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I like how I say for torn I know. Know. <laughs> It sounds like you're like my assistant,
0: I really like that.
1: Oh, okay um, <laughs> um, what was I gonna say?
0: You don't have a job lined up, oh, right, Not to throw you under the bus like that. no, literally
1: <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> I just feel like. My plan was always to go home and look for a job. Like I was never the one to be like, I need to find something. I need to find something like, I've always been the one to be like, I need to finish this first for me to move on to something else. And I just, I don't know. Everyone's had like a different milestone and a mindset in their life that like, it's hard not to compare to other people when looking for jobs. But I guess that's just it. Like, you just got to remind yourself, like, you're on a different path than everyone else. And you don't need to be on the same one. Totally. And what is the rush? Mm-hmm. Do you get in a job? What is the rush? Luckily, I have a supportive parent. Um, so I feel very grateful for that. Um, and if you definitely have that support, I definitely recommend taking a little time off. Let your mind heal for a second
0: because I know I needed that (laughs) (laughs) totally and I also think like here's how I like to think about it you have your whole life to work you really do and like something that brings comfort is the fact that you're not going to not have a job forever like that's just simply not going to happen because life happens life costs money and we need money to live like you will eventually not even have a job but a career like you will find your career career path you will do it and the pressure to find your career path in your early to mid 20s is so huge when your 20s are meant to try on so many different hats and like see what you like which kind of brings me to the point of i think if you don't have a job lined up right after post grad take on little jobs wherever you can like whether it's working for me it's stride sea isle because like for example had you not worked for me this summer like maybe you wouldn't have met diane who is huge in nursing you know what i mean and now wants to mentor you when it comes to nursing and katie brennan who everyone on this podcast knows and loves um got a job this summer and she's moving because of it and so many clients have um you know, told Katie that they're from the area that she's moving to and if they need, if she needs any help to contact them. You meet so many people that could be beneficial um, to your future career path or maybe will even lead you to a destination that you weren't even considering in the first place. And it's all from meeting people and networking and just taking as many opportunities and jobs no matter how small or irrelevant they may feel it's one you're like one opportunity away from your life changing for the better at any given moment of any day
1: yeah so true
0: so take on as many jobs as you want there's no shame in working a part-time job with a degree and I don't know why that stigma is even there like I hear it all the time like people are like oh yeah I have my degree but I'm like working as like a waitress right now like okay That's awesome. And I bet you're meeting really cool people because of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have a flexible schedule. You get to like do things that make you happy while finding um, your career path or in your case, taking classes to pursue your career. Yeah, I think it's a really awesome opportunity.
1: Wait, literally, I think I saw something on TikTok that Mm. a girl was looking at her 20s more as like a dressing room than a waiting room.
0: Oh, I love that. Explain that
1: like, the dressing room, like, trying on new relationships, new jobs, um, new friendships, new cities, and I was like, okay, girl, so true, um, so that just reminded me when you said that about, um, different jobs, Mm -hmm. because, like, I feel like, especially when people get out of college, they're like, okay, this is my job
0: Mm -hmm. for the rest of my
1: life, Mm -hmm. and, like, it just doesn't need to be.
0: It doesn't. Like. And it's rare it's more rare I think to hear people that have been in at the same job for 25 plus years while we admire it in our society I think it's more rare to hear that but it's much more common to hear people say you know like oh I started here but then I got all these other jobs and now I ended up like you always hear like people in their 30s 40s even that are like now I finally have like really settled into the career that I love and I excel at and I feel confident and I think the experiences from past jobs help you excel in what you're really meant to excel in. Yeah, I agree. And there's no rush getting there.
1: And never settle, especially never if you're settle. not happy.
0: Totally, totally. Never. Never. And that settle.
1: goes for boyfriends, girlfriends, anything too. Never settle.
0: If I, If anyone is sad that they're not returning back, I think it's really important that they fill their time with like hobbies and things that make them feel good. Like I know you talked about Um, you like to meditate, you like to walk your dog, you like to manifest. How have you gone about like creating these habits that you want to carry on in the rest of your I mean, honestly, like post grad is kind of like the start of the rest of your life.
1: Um, simplify it. Don't take on so many things that you want to do. Like, I think I read somewhere it literally takes like, six weeks to really get into a routine if you consistently stay at it. Um, But I think if you just, like, I'm not saying everything has to, like, take forever to do it. But, like, I'm just going to say, like, waking up early. Mm -hmm. Let's start with that one. Um, I'm now just, it's taken three months for me to, like, wake up at 6.30 and be, like, go-to, excited, productive. But it started out just, like, three days a week. And now it's six days a week. Five days a week? I
0: oh, do oh. Is there some passive-aggressive tones in that? You guys no, let me know? No, not at all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> my days off, I woke up that time. Except on Sundays, you're like, oh. wait, yes, Sundays. on Sunday, you said you trauma-blocked your shift? because <laughs> you had to be up at 5 a.m. for a shift. Because you'd be there at 6.
1: I think that was the one time I <laughs> was not happy
0: to be a child. <laughs> and I left you alone for literally two 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 and a half hours.
1: He wanted to leave early too <laughs> I,
0: know. I know i was like can you lock up and you're like yeah
1: anywho <laughs> i'm just giving that as an example but definitely not passive aggressive because if it wasn't for that i don't think i
0: would want to be as productive as i am now wow i love that
1: That's
2: kind of true.
0: the start simple so what would you recommend someone do like let's say someone wants to be a morning person but they're just simply not how can they start
1: like with that i feel like i would start like two days Mm -hmm. out of a week Mm -hmm. because all you're gonna do is make yourself tired and grumpy Mm -hmm. if you like try to do it every day for a week
0: and that helps no one so true i'm reading this book right now it's called atomic habits i'm sure everyone knows the book It's like everywhere and I just haven't read it because sometimes with self-help books I feel like if i'm not ready to read it It just makes me feel like i'm so behind in life So finally I was like ready to read it. So I downloaded it And i'm reading it right now and it's very good and a big part I feel like I just need to do like a whole episode about Kind of like a summary of the book, um, because should definitely read it in the meantime book club book report by me but um What I really like about the book is that when it comes to making habits, a a big lesson, and we talk about this a lot on this podcast, is like you need to identify with the habits that you're trying to build. So if you're not a morning person and you continuously tell yourself like, I'm not a morning person, when your alarm clock goes off at 7 a.m., 6.30 a.m., 6 a.m., whatever it might be, when that alarm clock goes off, you're immediately going to, you know, be like, oh, when it goes off because you constantly tell yourself that you're not a morning person. So if you switch the dialogue and say, you know, I am a morning person. I am most productive in the morning. I am happiest in the morning. I am my healthiest in the morning. I'm my best self in the morning. You'll be amazed that when your alarm clock goes off, it'll be like, oh, you know what? Like, I do feel pretty good. Yeah. So really identifying with new habits that you're trying to set up post-grad, I feel like, is really important. Because it really is just a huge time of reinvention for so many people. And, like, if you've never been someone that is a morning workout person, but you know that, like, maybe it's going to benefit your schedule, which we'll get into in a minute of balancing your time with the job and uh, you time, maybe it's time to start. And you can say, like, I am a morning person that loves to work out in the morning. Even if you hate it, just like telling yourself these things until you believe it is beyond powerful.
1: Yeah. And it's not like, like, if you're trying to work out in the morning, it's not like you need to go so hard. At something again right. simplify it like right if you want to say you want to run 12 miles run four in the morning four in the afternoon I don't know math four at night
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's 12
1: <laughs> and it's just like it doesn't like there's no reason to overwhelm yourself or overexert yourself definitely if you're not
0: there yet and even going off that running example like I could very easily sit here right now and compare who I was last year to who I am today because this time last year, I was training for a half marathon. I was logging like five miles, like three, four times a week, and I was feeling really confident. And yesterday, I was talking to Caroline that I was like, I'm going to go out for a run, but I don't want to do it like at all. And I went and I literally ran one mile when literally this time last year, I was training for a half. And I could have been really like upset about that. But instead of running one mile as opposed to five, that one mile made me feel so good, so accomplished, so proud of myself. I ended up going to the grocery store after I made myself like this sandwich with some local tomatoes for one of our clients right after I made dinner last night from all the stuff that I bought. And then today I woke up and I ran another mile. And then after that mile, I like had my morning greens, I journaled, I showered, I went to the studio. So like, yeah, it's not five miles, it's not six miles, it's not 13.1 miles, but it's a mile and it felt really good. And it was the domino effect that I needed to have like a great day.
1: So true. And you're probably like, say if you're running a mile, like five days a week, Mm -hmm. you just ran the same amount of miles as you did in a week. Right. Last year.
0: And five miles is five miles, no matter how you dice it.
1: That's literally what I was going to (laughs) say. Literally, literally
0: it yeah simplify it so let's kind of dive into the struggle of having i don't want to say so much free time but definitely a flexible schedule when it comes to school like yeah you have classes certain days of the week at certain times that you have to attend you have homework we have responsibilities Mm -hmm. but suddenly when you enter a nine to five or an eight to four job like you have a big block of your day that is now no longer reserved to you And I think a lot of people struggle with that. And before we started recording, you mentioned like having a nine to or a five to nine before or after your nine to five.
1: Yeah, I like saw that. I've been recently seeing. I don't know why I'm on that side of TikTok.
0: Cause you're a fit queen these days. That's a morning girl.
1: Not even that. Like the business, my business, or like
0: not. No, what's the word? My work
1: day today. My nine to five. I I do this, and I'm like, literally, why am I on this side? Post grad.
0: <laughs> no. Um do they inspire you though? Not really. Oh. I get inspired. I'm like, oh, <laughs> if I was a corporate girly. Uh
1: see but I couldn't be a corporate girly. Why? I don't know. I just I can't sit at a desk all day. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't think my ADD would allow me mm. to
0: stare at a computer. <laughs> I also don't think I have corporate in my blood, but I definitely respect it.
1: Yeah. So true. Definitely. Yeah. Katie Girl is a corporate girl.
0: <laughs> she is a corporate girl. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so I saw that on TikTok. It was like my five to nine before my nine to five or my not what five or my five to nine p.m. Mm -hmm. So it's like five to nine before your day at work or after your day at work. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, and it's definitely by no means these people are at the gym for four hours, it could be like an hour, but just waking up, getting yourself ready or settling in for the night like i don't know. So, i kind of liked that idea. Me too. Cuz what i also liked was um everyone was literally like i don't do this every day.
0: They're like it's three times a week maybe. But that's important. It is. Even if it's one day a week, like mm-hmm. cuz imagine a life where you once had so much freedom in your day to structure your day how you wanted to you could see friends when you wanted to you could go to class and hang out with people that you wanted to you could talk to whoever you wanted to during the day you could go to parties you could go out whatever like college is one version of life and then your professional life is a different version of life and imagine a life where if you start if we do a nine to five and you wake up at eight you get dressed and ready to go you're out the door at eight thirty you commute you get to your office And then afterwards at five, you go home, cook dinner, sit on the couch and watch Netflix for the rest of the day. And then you rinse and repeat and do it for five days a week. Like after a while, it's going to start to feel like you're living to work and that's a chore. Exactly. Like, and it's not going to feel like a fulfilling, rewarding way of life. And that's when your life starts or when your job starts to feel like your life. And I think it's so important to have mornings to yourself, even if it's just on a Monday and a Friday. So you like start your week good and your week good. Even if it's on just a Tuesday, Thursday, if, you know, three days a week is too overwhelming or four days a week or five days a week, whatever. Like it really is worth it to wake up in the morning, have the time for yourself. And it doesn't have to be like a four hour routine. Like you said, like it could be two hours. It could be waking up, meditating for five minutes, having like a cup of tea outside Mm -hmm. on like your balcony or tea or journaling or even if you just like wake up on the wrong side of the bed like just journal out those emotions like just doing anything to relieve feeling like you just live to work I think working out is a huge outlet for people especially like if you can't go in before work like pack a gym bag with you and go right after work Um, if you can like for your lunch break maybe go for like a 15 minute walk like just anything to get out of the office and just feel like you're reclaiming your life again.
1: I like that a lot. Yeah. That was a nice one. Good. I'm glad you liked that. Yeah. I feel like I can't really say much about the nine to five yet.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. I can't really either, but I feel like you and I can definitely both speak to having like morning routines that we look forward to. I
1: would definitely like, I feel like that's the problem with like all like the influencers on Instagram. Like, they make it so, like, they do that every day, mm-hmm. like, a five to nine or like, wake up at 4 30. Mm-hmm. No, you do not. <laughs> Except maybe Kim Kardashian. <laughs> like, what is she doing? It's just like, I don't know. You don't need to be like that. I would just find what works for you. Because, mm-hmm. again, then you're going to bed at like eight, which is totally nice. But it then you're waking nice. up at four. So it's only like, so say if you're waking up at four. And then you have work. You got to get ready for work at seven Work starts at nine. Mm -hmm. So it's literally and then you get back at five and you got to cook dinner. Mm -hmm. Like you only get really like five hours to yourself.
0: If I did my math right at all. Something like that math. And I think it's also just like romanticizing the small things. Like when you cook dinner, pour yourself a glass of wine. Put on some jazz music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like really like spice up your life. Like if you're cooking, like go home, put on like a comfy pair of pajamas. Mm. Make something that you're excited about. Even if it's something that you know you love and that you've made it a hundred times, like you're probably making it a hundred and one times because you know it's a really good dish. Yeah. So you're probably excited to have it. Yeah. Just romanticizing those little things make a big nice. difference in post grad.
1: That literally just made me think, my yeah. best friend. I see her walking to work all the time, Mm -hmm. and she just looks like she's enjoying life. And how great is that? She's walking in heels,
0: too. And how great is that? So good. Just enjoying the walk.
1: Tell me. Sex in the city. Oh, yeah, man. I'm like, you're killing it. Totally. She has curly hair, too. That's amazing.
0: (laughs) Speaking of friends, are all of your friends graduated from college that you were close with in college?
1: Yes. I'm trying to think. I think one of my friends is like another year, but she's in grad school.
0: And how's it been maintaining those friendships outside of college?
1: Um, it's always tough. Luckily, my friends in college—it's even tough with like friends at home because mm-hmm. I'm in New Jersey and they're in PA. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. But luckily, I did. Me and my friends needed a thing before we left. That we would all see each other and we did and it was so much fun um i think i literally just wrote this in my blog the other day um it's just like it's always good to check in with yourself but then it's also a good reminder to check in with your friends and that will always create healthy relationships that will last a lifetime so it's definitely like you're not gonna text your friends how you texted them in college Like, it's not going to be every day. It's not going to be like, oh, my God, what are you wearing tonight? Like, it's going to be like, how's that corporate job going? Yeah. How's life? Did you find that job yet? And all this stuff. But anything to talk about is important if you want those relationships to last. And I definitely, I'm trying to think of the right word. Stored? No, it's definitely not a good one placed my top priority friendships Mm -hmm. over like like i always think about it of like who do i want as bridesmaids like every year i'm Mm -hmm. like okay who would be my bridesmaids this year and i always think about those girls and how they're like my top priority friendships Mm -hmm. and how i want to maintain contact with them because it's always a reminder that like Me contacting them will lead them to contact me as well.
0: Yeah. And I think there's also a learning curve that goes with it, um, with friendships after college. Just because, like you said, like the conversations do change. They typically become a little bit more far and few between. And it's kind of just like you have to acknowledge that there's a learning curve that comes with it. Like you're not going to talk every day. And that doesn't mean that your friend is mad at you or it doesn't mean that they value you any less as a friend. It's just like they're busy and life happens. And if you're not talking to your friend that used to talk to 24-7 all day, every day, and it turns into once every three days or once a week or even once every two weeks, like that's okay. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think those check-ins are important. And even just like a phone call, I mean, it's so funny, I was trying to make, brunch plans with friends the other day and we literally went through every single Friday night and weekend in September. And now we're getting brunch in October. Yeah. Like, and that's just how it is. Like people are busy and I think just having grace for those people and seeing them when you can, whether you plan to go on a trip together somewhere or you plan to go visit them at a house or just go out to bars or just anything that is mutual with a grace and understanding that we all have lives and everyone's busy and it's not going to be the same. It was in college, but how yeah. special was it that like you got to experience that with them in college?
1: Yeah. Cause it's like we were in each other's lives mm-hmm. for four years, three years, two years, one year. Like those are good memories. Yeah. And I want to keep living them. Yeah. And I want to keep doing it with my people. Um, no, that literally just reminded me, me and Tori made a triple date plan in four weeks. (laughs) (laughs) It's also even better when you contact people and you have so much to talk about. Mm -hmm. Like it's so, and like when they call you, you get so excited or like when you call them same thing. Yeah. It's so nice. It's a good feeling.
0: such a good feeling. And that's especially good for long distance friendships. Like some of your Mm -hmm. best friends are really going to, they're going to move away and like you won't see them. You might just see them on holidays. And again, like that comes back with the grace. Like when they come back, they want to see their family. They want to fit in friends. Like they, they have a lot of people to see. So just, you know, let them know, like, I definitely want to see you when you're home. Like, let me know. I can make it as easy for you as possible. Just, just be flexible with your friends. Like everyone really does have a life and their, their purpose in life is not to be the best friend to you that they can possibly be, but to enhance your life. I think a lot of thing, um, switching gears here, um, that people get caught up in post-grad is comparison. And we kind of already touched on this a little bit when it comes to like, oh, I'm moving back with my parents when so-and-so isn't. Or, oh, I have a job when so-and-so isn't. Or, oh, I don't have a job when so-and-so does. Or, oh, these people are getting married or they're getting engaged and I'm still single. Or, you know, some would say even worse, I've never been in a relationship. Like all these sorts of things that just go through the comparison of people's life. And like I said, we kind of already spoke on this, but this is just another point that I really want to drive home in this episode is that everyone is on their own path. And like, Mm -hmm. I feel like you're such a great example of this because here you are graduated with a degree in one field and you're totally pivoting to a completely different career path. Mm -hmm. And like, you have no regrets about it. No. And you don't feel like you're comparing yourself to anyone. Do you?
1: Um, I think I did in the beginning. But then I just keep reminding myself, like, even though it's taking me slower, it's still progress. Mm-hmm. So I'm still there. I think I said that, like, literally right before we started talking. <laughs> but I definitely did. Like, I see all my friends. Like, they're living together. I miss them so much. And I'm so jealous of them. but I'm so happy with them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, again, it's just, like, there's a reason why I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. and there's a reason why I'm doing this. And I like where I'm going with this, even though, again, it's taken me a long time to do it. Not a long time. It's been, like, three months. but
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you have nothing but time.
1: Yeah. I'm just... It's also, again, like, different paths. Like, due to, like, life events that Mm -hmm. happened to me, this is just what I wanted to do. I wanted to find time for me and what helps me right now to help me heal. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's just where I'm at. And my friends were go on the world. And right. I was not. <laughs> and
0: I think when you get stuck in the trap of comparison, especially with people that kind of have a similar circumstance with me where it's like, okay, we took more of the non quote unquote non-traditional path of like not finishing college or graduating college and then being self-employed mm-hmm. or, you know, anything like along those sort of lines of the quote unquote non-traditional path. Um, it's so easy to compare lives to one another but the people that we seem to think like have their life together like um like some would say like when I was 20 and open up stride they're like wow you have your life so together and it's like yeah it might look like that but here I am 24 and I'm just like really you know I'm loving where I'm at with stride but I also want to add more things like now I'm loving the planners I'm loving the podcast like and I also wouldn't have thought that I would have been doing anything Like I would have never really thought YouTube would have like kind of died out for me, but it it has a 24. So what I'm getting at here is that like even the people that you think have their life together are also going through the same exact things that you're going through.
1: We're all like 22 to 20, whatever, 30. Yeah still figuring out Mm
0: -hmm. my brother's 30 and he's still figuring out i don't know what he's doing it's (laughs) so crazy just to like be 24 and be mid-20s because i just remember when i was like 12 and i was like man 24 25 26 is so old old. and i could literally throw a rock and be 26 like it's just crazy i I feel like i'm almost 30 i mean i'm 24 stop
1: because if you're almost 30 i'm almost (laughs) (laughs) no do you remember like being 12 mm-hmm. like watching say yes to the dress or something mm-hmm. and you're like oh my god i'm gonna get married at 24 25 yes
0: are you kidding <laughs> I, I thought i was gonna have like kids at 25 i'm like 25 is so old if i don't have kids at 25 literally like, and fail. you're now i'm like oh <laughs> no i'm like oh i can't even imagine don't want to see but for other fetus. people like they want to like get married young and they want to have babies young like yeah that's just totally okay totally okay like it's just everyone is on a different path And comparison is the thief of joy. And comparing your path to someone else's at the end of the day will get you nowhere. It won't get you a job. It won't get you the goals you want in life. It won't get you a relationship. It won't get you like babies if that's what you want. Like whatever you want in your life, comparison will not get you that.
1: It's true. All it will do is overstimulate your mind and bring misery to your own self, which you definitely don't need. (laughs)
0: Okay, let's um, wrap up this episode with some questions that you guys submitted on Instagram. My Instagram is at Tori Sterling underscore. Do you want to say your Instagram,
1: Caroline? Oh my God, totally. It's Caroline Kearney, two underscores. And that is K-E-A-R-N-E-Y.
0: Perfect. Okay, Um, a lot of the stuff we touched on. So let me find what we did not touch on. How to adjust from a school routine to a nine to five routine.
1: That's just like the discipline like you had of like going to class and stuff that like you just need to also put in the same discipline to do your nine to five because mm-hmm. it's like now you're really on your own like you're on your own in college but like now you literally have to make a living and you right. have to remind yourself of that. Also, my voice is kind of coming back. <gasps>
0: Yay. Do you hear that? Yeah.
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
0: So something else, another way that I like to look at it is like whether you hate your job or you love your job, you have to be there from nine to five every single day. Yeah. So you may as well make the most of it and do the best that you possibly can at it. Yeah. And in the meantime, if you want to like look for different jobs, different career paths, like go for it. But it's never bad to excel at a job and get a letter of recommendation Mm -hmm. from a former boss, a colleague, plus the people that you meet in jobs that you might not like will most likely take you farther than the job itself.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like you made a commitment to Mm -hmm. it. So might as well stick with it, look for things other way if you don't like it. And excel at
0: it while you do it. Yeah. You have to be there anyway. Yeah, Make the most of it.
1: So true. Be good at something even if you don't like it.
0: This is a good one that I like. How to make friends outside of school.
1: Oh my god, I loved this one. Cause I made friends this summer. And I did that by making honestly, okay, I think the best way to do this, okay, I was gonna say like with a new job, like that's always fun to like do it with your coworkers. But I was also gonna say like you if you have a friend like that you're close with, you like I'm not gonna say use that friend. I'm trying to find a good word for this.
0: Meet their friends. Yeah. Like, have them introduce you to people. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And, like, I would, like, I'm going to use Juliana for an example. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, like, we made plans, I'm like, Juliana, are you going? Are you going? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'm going. I'm like, okay, I'm going with you. And, like, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like that inside and like
0: comfortability that you have someone there, but you also have
1: the possibility. To make the other friends and other connections.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I'll just keep running with this example with Jewel, who's um, one of my employees and one of um, Caroline's best friends.
1: Since seventh grade. And Crazy. That's, that's how we knew
0: Caroline. And, you know, this year I sent out a message to my staff before I hired Caroline. I said, do you guys know any of anyone that's looking for a front desk job? I have like two or three slots to fill and I'd rather hire from like within. And that's how I got Caroline on here was because Jewel – put her put her uh put her name out there true and i hired her because of it and because of now caroline having this job she's close with so many of these girls yeah you know
1: i'd also never asked Tori to try out either totally connections you
0: would have never set up maddie and bobby <laughs> oh my god so true <laughs> and it's all because of like friendships and jobs and um just taking a chance on other people's friends
1: yeah i was literally gonna say that with maddie mm-hmm. If I mm-hmm. didn't become friends with Maddie, I would
0: have never been a Bobby
1: For yes, I know. This is Bobby.
0: <laughs> now she's in a relationship because of Caroline's boyfriend's friend.
1: Yeah, so cute.
0: Yeah, so I think um, part time jobs are a really great way. If you aren't in the um, area to take on a job, I think meeting someone on, like, I know a lot of girls use Bumble BFF it's like a thing
1: really yeah i know a lot of girls
0: use it and um another one is the gym i feel like you can make so Mm. many friends at workout studios at gyms and i mean because
1: women support women there
0: yeah man and like
1: specifically like
0: girls are very friendly like Mm -hmm. a lot more times than not like girls are going to be girls girls when you meet them
1: i literally saw a tiktok this girl was like doing a form wrong and this random girl just came over and fixed it for her mm-hmm. she was like oh my god thank you and she's yeah. like yeah do you know with anything else and she's like probably yeah and i think they're becoming friends
0: yeah exactly like girls really are open to making friends all the time so yeah. i think just like you know if you notice that you're always in like a spin class with someone at the same time like just saying hi or you already have the common denominator of like we both know we like spin we both know we like working out I think a really easy way to start talking to girls is like, oh, I love your set. Where is it from? Oh, yeah. And like just talking about like clothes is such an easy way to like get into like what girls like talking about. Yeah. And
1: it's never going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. So you like just slowly build that friendship, which is also fun to make new friends.
0: Totally. No one's
1: not going to be friendly and not want to be friends. Yeah. Unless you're like toxic.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. It's
1: like, why not? New connections
0: yeah man new connections and it's like flirting with friends so true you gotta see what fits and what doesn't dressing room dressing room Mm -hmm. yeah so I think like workouts are a great place jobs are a great place friends of friends is a really great way I also know of some girls that will like go on dates with guys just to meet their girlfriends yeah and I think that's another really great way to do it especially if it doesn't work out with you and the guy because then you have a guy friend too even
1: happy hours. Mm, happy hours. Yeah. Work job, colleague,
0: happy hours. Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of my friends do that. And they've made so many more friends mm-hmm. doing that.
0: Maybe not even through the coworker, but through the friends of coworkers. Yeah. Because, like, maybe, like, you guys all go out on Friday and then the next day they're like, oh, like, I'm having, like, this thing with my friends. Like, you should come tomorrow. Yeah. And, like, boom, there you go. You make friends.
1: Another, nothing's better than, like, a little drink to loosen you up.
0: Totally. And I think just, like, saying yes to opportunities, especially post grad, like, just be very open to where a yes could lead you could lead mm-hmm. you to friends, a new career, love, networking, so true.
1: love, love. I love love love.
0: Um, do you ever feel FOMO about not being in school?
1: Honestly, no. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, I again, I think that's just my experience, um, because of the events that took place for me and I was just afraid to be home with my family and again just kind of like start something new setting mm-hmm. new intentions for the summer and I finally got there to the end but no I definitely do not I've never really had FOMO when I was at school either mm-hmm. like yeah I was like oh my friends are out but oh they're gonna do it again the next night so yeah,
0: yeah no I, I'm with so- you I never felt FOMO not being at school and even like the short time that I was at school like I just remember there was this like one Friday night and it was like game day weekend and there were so many people down on campus and there were so many parties and there were so many like artists that came to like play at the frats and like it was just a huge like party night and I just remember being like I have no one to go out with like I'm in the middle of like what feels like such a crazy night and like I'm literally alone in my dorm because I don't know who to go out with like my one friend that I went out with She was like visiting home that weekend and my big wasn't there that weekend either. And I was like, I don't know who else to go out with. Like, it was just such a like a lonely feeling. And at that point I was like, I'd rather just be home. Like if I'm going to feel like this, I'd rather just be at home. And then when I was at home and I wasn't at school, I never once felt like, oh, I wish I was like at school right now.
1: Yeah. And I was always the type to be like, I need to go home to get a reset from this life because I just needed that. Mm -hmm. But, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I don't know. I just never – I think the only FOMO I got was when we had a snow day and everyone was sledding. Mm, Yeah. So I wanted to go sledding. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And I think, look, if you do feel FOMO, like there's nothing wrong with it. No, not at all. And it definitely is a sucky feeling in the moment. Like I felt it before but not with school. And it's definitely like a sucky feeling to go through. But just remember like there will be more fun times that you are a part of. And people always make things look better on social media. Like they could be saying like this is the craziest night of my life but – If you were there, like, maybe you would have had a completely different experience. Yeah. And I've even been there where, like, I've been out with people and I'm like, I'm literally so bored. Yeah. And then the next day they talk about the night, like, it was the best night of their life. I'm like, did we go to the same place? Like, I was beyond bored.
1: I enjoyed, I think the only FOMO I got was when my close friends would go out Mm -hmm. because that's fun. That's more memorable to me. And when we did that, like, I loved it. Because, like, it was just us. Like, we didn't need to, like, go out to, like, a huge thing with, like, 200 people. People I didn't even want to talk to anymore. Yeah. Like, I was just checked out. But I loved hanging out. It's just, like, I always saw it as, like, oh, I'd rather go out on, like, more memorable. Like, I'd rather slowly go out, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, when we're down here at the shore. I think Saturdays are sometimes my big night out. And like it's been so much more memorable. Like I can remember when I went out. I'm not gonna remember that Friday night in twenty
0: twenty. Like right.
1: I don't even remember what happened.
0: Like triggered a pandemic for- happened all our mind job is kind of The time before twenty nineteen, that doesn't feel real. Literally. Um,
1: wait, crap, I had a thought when I left.
0: Sorry, I hate that when that happening.
1: happens. That always happens to me. I hate when that happens. So true. Um, I don't know. It's just like, mm-hmm. you're also not going to remember the times when you didn't go out mm-hmm. and like your friends did. No one remembers that.
0: That is such a good point. Like. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't agree more. What do you think was the biggest adjustment that you had to make post-grad? Mm.
1: Yes. I feel like this is so classic but literally time management because mm. like I had all this free time in the beginning but finally I just found like fillers to make my day more productive and like I think that was just my biggest thing to find what worked for me and what works for me now mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah so like meditating my hot girl walks. Yeah. I was never into hot girl walks still. They rock. Till now. I think so my biggest so adjustment
0: nice. was being okay with like being alone mm. and having more time to myself because when I was in my post-grad era, um, it was when I was done college, but all my friends were still sophomores in June and like sophomores in college. So I still had like three more years of all of my friends like being away. Yeah. So, you know, on Friday nights, like I wouldn't have anyone to hang out with or, you know, on the weekends, like if I wanted to see my friends, like I'd have to go to their college. And when they were home on breaks, like they had so many people to see, like I wasn't always like a top priority, which is like totally fine. And I don't feel any sort of way about it, but it was definitely just like an adjustment because before that I was in high school and I saw my friends every day and then I was at college and I saw my friends every day. And when I was doing like YouTube trips, like I saw all my YouTube friends all the time. So like I was constantly around people and then I went from being around people all the time to living alone and being pretty alone while everyone was at school. So for me, that was definitely a big adjustment. And it's one that I really cherish because I learned so much about myself. Yeah. But you know, there were definitely like sad days, like especially like a Friday night, I'm, like I have nothing to do, no one to hang out with. Like, you know, it can be sad, but it makes the days now where I have, you know, so many people around me all the time and I'm so comfortable with like being alone by myself and, you know, that makes it all worth it and it makes 100%. it that much sweeter.
1: I also just thought of something with the FOMO. Mm-hmm. Like I always also, there's always someone else that doesn't want to go out yeah. or does want to go out. Yeah. Just find those people. Rotate. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Literally.
1: I'm not saying rotate people, but like <laughs> rotate the nights Mm -hmm. on like i don't know get on the same schedule if you can Mm -hmm. i know it worked for me and my friends because we all had boyfriends at the end so we're like thursday
0: nights girl nights (laughs) that's fun yeah that's really really fun it was a fun time good tip
1: but i also really liked what you just said thank you of course (laughs) of course
0: right um what do you do if you feel lost in your career
1: well i feel lost now
0: tell me about it oh my god what are you doing
1: I don't know. Literally, I really like how you have Caroline stressed.
0: Well, you told me you and your dad were like bickering before you left. and literally. You're, like, you're stressing me out.
1: <laughs> literally. No, because literally I feel lost right now. Literally this. I, how many times can I say literally?
0: <laughs> um, say it again just to drive it home. Literally. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Probably sounded so weird.
1: Um, so this one class I have been taking, it has taken me all freaking summer and I'm still not done. <laughs> so my dad was just stressing me out and he was like, so when are you going to finish it? When's your next class? What are you doing now? When are you starting? Is it next year or this spring? And I'm like, literally, I don't know. Literally. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And it started stressing me out. And this is when I started to like feel kind of lost because I'm like, what else? well, what if, whoa, fumble. (laughs) I was like, well, what if I don't finish this? Like, what would happen? Like, should I just wait for the next year? Should I, like, really try to, like, dive into this year? So how do I deal with that? I don't know. This just happened. So I'm like, (laughs) I guess this is where I would meditate, honestly, to, like, kind of breathe for a second. And my dad did send me, he's like, Okay, when you have time, let's plan out a schedule. Let's map it out. And again, simplify it, mm-hmm. I think is what he was trying to get at, to see my goals for each week and to see what I can do each day, how much like I should work to like get things done. Cause honestly, things take me a little longer than most people, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> but um yeah. I also think it's
0: important to give yourself grace like you're doing the best you can and if you're in a career and you realize that you don't like the career that you're in give yourself the grace and the time to find what you do like whether that's exploring hobbies exploring passions creating new passions seeing what you like and don't like. And it's also nice to be able to say to yourself like, okay, I know for sure that the career I thought I wanted to be in, I no longer want to be in. And like that's a step in the right direction anyway.
1: Again, any progress is still progress.
0: Absolutely. So give yourself the grace to discover what you like and realize that this isn't what you want and you're going to get there one day.
1: Honestly, write pros and cons of what you like and don't like in life. And I would take it from there.
0: That's a good one. And
1: circle your favorite three.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a great tip. Thanks. Of course. Um, all right. Let's see. A lot of these we already talked about, such as working full time is exhausting. How can I get better balance? I think we really kind of drove that home with like a five to nine before yeah. after your nine to five and like romanticizing small moments. Yeah. Simplifying the process. I think that's like the best way to go about that. Um. Oh, this is a good one. Um, What is any routine motivation, especially for working out? For example, like an athlete finding a groove without a coach is a really hard adjustment in post-grad.
1: Ooh, yeah. Again, I think that just like goes with the discipline thing again. Like, yeah, like you had a coach giving you discipline, but like how you put discipline on yourself with working Mm -hmm. out. Like, do you still want to be doing the same workouts or do you want to try something new? Because trying something new is also a fun way to reinvent yourself. Yep. And I don't know. I think I'm kind of not that like it's not the same with like college workouts. But like going from like high school sports into college by myself. Not the same thing. But like kind of maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I just like was like, okay, what am I doing with my days? Because like all I do is to school and lay in my bed right and it was just kind of something for me to like do something fun it's not as a chore not as a workout and then I just figured out I really liked running I never liked running in my life and now I like it kind of I haven't been doing it that much but still. yeah um and then slowly like with all the trends and stuff figuring out what I like and like figuring oh my god now I just feel like I keep saying like and it's really annoying oh it's okay and it's figuring out what you want to do in the gym and sticking with that, mm-hmm. or like a studio. I didn't get into spin until not too long ago, mm-hmm. and now I freaking love it. Mm-hmm. So it's just all these different things. Like I think I told Tori, literally yesterday, literally. Oh my god, literally early yesterday. Like, um, I was like, if I'm gonna do something, I want to be good at it. Yeah, that's just my mindset. So. I feel like with that process, I'm going to say if you want to discipline yourself, do it in the right way and do it in the best way for you. That helps you exceed in the most. So whether that be like strength training, mm-hmm. trying a Pilates class or something, go for
0: it. Try a different hats, see what you yes. like. Dressing room. Dressing room. I also feel like if you are someone that was like a college, college athlete, high school athlete, you might transition really well into like a race style of training, meaning like sign up for a triathlon or a marathon, like something that has a goal in mind that you can train towards. And then you can like wean yourself off. Like once that goal has been accomplished, like you can wean yourself off of like training for a goal versus just Training for life. Oh yeah, and I, I I do sympathize and empathize with a lot of post college athletes because I know that it really is like a struggle for so many coming yeah. out of college and always being part of a team, having someone tell you what your workouts are, you have like a goal in mind, and then you're just like, okay, well now what? Yeah. Like it must be a really hard transition. So if I were an, a college athlete going into like a normal person role of not being a college athlete, I think okay. that I would really transition my training to like marathons triathlons some sort of like race where i have to train for something
1: i think my brothers had a hard time because they were both college athletes what did they do i'm trying to remember
0: did they like become gym bros i feel like a lot of guys love finding strength training and then like once they see like reward in their progress like it really keeps them going
1: honestly no like Mm -hmm. they i think they started running
0: you're a big runner fan.
1: We are. I think my dad got us into running. And Her just, dad.
0: Like, well, crazy man. <laughs> literally, like, I'll never forget when you and your dad took a spin class, like, maybe nine months ago at this point. And after a spin, your dad was like, that was awesome. Like, I ran 26 miles before this class. I'm like, wait, what?
1: He was like, yeah, this was a cool down for me. I was like, shut up. <laughs>
0: what? Like, uh, when you told me that he, this probably won't mean anything to you guys if you aren't from the area. But on like a Saturday morning, he will run from Wildwood to Sea Isle and back. Yeah. To put that in perspective, it's like I'm trying to think. How it's nice. literally running up the coast of New Jersey. And it's oh like God. at least like fifteen, twenty miles one way. Yeah. And Maybe. back.
1: Yeah. I'll definitely take breaks. This isn't Yeah. But um I think oh it's nice to have like a role model. Mm. is what I was trying to get at yeah to set goals so I think my brothers saw my dad running so much that they wanted to be like him and then I got into running because again I wasn't really sure where to start so he was a good role model and that was like a gateway to me getting into all other things and challenging myself
0: there are great role models too whether it's someone from your family friends it could be influencers like I've talked about Nick bear a lot on this podcast I feel like he's a really great role model for so many people so I love that definitely find someone that inspires you last question that we're going to end with is will I feel lost forever I really don't think you will and this feeling is so beyond temporary and I just want to remind you of when you started high school or when you started college like I don't know if you ever felt lost or like you had imposter syndrome or like you had a hard time adjusting But life is so long and it has so many phases to it and you're going to be in a season of life where you feel like you are really in your groove and you're in your element and you're in your like era right now where you're like, I'm just killing it life. And then there's going to be other seasons of your life where you just feel lost and like you just don't know what's going on. And no matter what field you're in, whether you're happy in your job, not happy in your relationship, not. You're going to go through seasons of life and that's just how life is. It has its ups and downs and it makes the highs so much sweeter of life.
1: Yeah. You nailed it. Thanks, man. Um, Even if like you do feel lost, it's always nice to just like find something that you like to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: make your hobby into something. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I started writing and I created my own blog.
0: Yeah, right? and it got published yesterday. It did. Woo! I don't think it's on the website yet, but it's well, going to be. It's
1: going to be. Hopefully, well, yeah. I finish, <laughs> so I guess, um, it's just little stuff like that. Just you can be your own creator, mm-hmm. your own story, anything. Tori is our own creator of a planner and a podcast
0: in the studio but i don't want to brag i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah
1: um so it's just like anything that like if you do knitting start like showing that off Mm -hmm. something like that i don't know yeah create mastery yes
0: i did a whole episode on it killing it in one aspect of your life just bleeds into every other avenue
1: i saw that i think i listened to it thank you of course (laughs) I'm listening here and there. <laughs> yeah
0: I don't think that you will feel lost forever but the feeling can be isolating yeah and it feels like it's gonna go on forever but it won't
1: yeah I think what I was trying to get at is like if you're feeling
0: lost find something that you really like
1: to do or like a hobby and just like make more of it because mm-hmm. like, if you're feeling lost in one thing
0: it doesn't have to be another thing totally
1: so I think mean, that's where I'm just getting that
0: Caroline, how was your first podcast experience?
1: This one's weird. This microphone is huge. Yeah.
0: Well, that's actually just the... Um, It's not that big underneath that oh. big puff that's on top of it. It's a big oh, windscreen. Like it's a regular microphone? Yeah, it's oh. a windscreen. You could take it off if you want to look at it. I'll do it later. Okay. I don't want to mess anything up. And you, know you won't mess anything <laughs> up. I'm so glad you're on this episode today. Me too. This was your idea.
1: True. And
0: I loved how the episode turned out. I feel like so many people are going to find it so useful.
1: Yeah, I was... Totally kidding with Tori yesterday. She was like, what should I talk about? And I was like,
0: me. <laughs> yeah. Life. And she I was, was like, like, how about post-grad life? And I was like, yeah, that works. She's was like, you want to be on it? I always want friends on the podcast. I just also think it's nice to have like multiple different perspectives on the podcast because, yeah. you know, like they hear me talk every week, but they probably want to hear someone that actually did just graduate from college. Yeah. I know that one girl does. It's also, what? <laughs> that one girl that was like, you can't do this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tori's really soft. <solid. laughs>
0: Whatever.
1: It's also nice because like, you know, we're only like two years apart. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're in so different aspects of life. I don't know.
0: We're one year apart. We're one? Yeah, you're 23. I'm 22. You are? Oh my God, get this little girl <laughs> out of my house. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my Maddie. <laughs> wait, you graduated. Wait, what year is it? 2022? Oh my God. Yeah, I would have graduated college in 2020. Yeah, Yeah, girl. Oh, my God. I'll be in 20 is, in a couple months. Age is just a number. That's <laughs> what I tell Larry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Caroline, thank you so much for coming on Manifest. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. What is your blog if anyone wants to read your posts?
1: Oh, daily dailykernel.com.
0: Perfect. All right, Caroline, thank you so much. Of course. I'm so thank glad you. Manifest was your first breakthrough podcast. Me too. Bye, everyone.